Welcome to a special episode of Hanging Out with Hamza, where I talk about the things I love. In today's episode, we'll be talking about Ryan Gosling and all the reasons why I love him. Alright, welcome to my very first episode of Nerding Out with Hamza. This is a subsect of Hanging Out with Hamza, where I do solo episodes exploring things that I am personally passionate about. Um, I think the whole essence of this podcast that I wanted to explore was passions in all aspects, Um, not only with my friends that I love dearly, but also with myself. And I feel like it would be fun to do these little solo episodes focusing on a specific subject that I'm truly passionate about that um, I can further kind of explore and explain to the audience, especially those friends and family members and people that know me very well and know that I'm obsessed with this or that. So that being said, I do want to explore with this first episode, somebody that I'm truly passionate about, um, not only in terms of their roles they played, but also just them as a person. If you're a friend or family member of mine, you know I've been obsessed with him since I was in college and uh, he's definitely influenced a lot of who I am as a person, which may or may not sound sad, but I think personally it's helped me grow into a better person in terms of looking at this person as a role model in how to be, you know, how to develop good traits over time and how to be the best I can be in certain attributes and um, personality traits. Uh, with that being said, this episode of Nerding Out with Hamza is focused on Ryan Gosling. And uh, as you can see, I have some notes I took just to kind of break down into sections why I love Ryan Gosling. So to start off with Ryan Gosling, how did that love start with him? Um, I can clearly remember the moment when I fell in love with this dude. He was... Um, In the movie Drive, I initially went to go see it with my girlfriend at the time in college. And yeah, I watched that movie and I was just struck by him. Not only like his character, but the role he played, how unique that role was and how he just carried himself in that role so well and in such a unique way compared to most actors that I've come across. And then in that same year, um, Crazy Stupid Love came out and he was a completely different character. And that's now one of my favorite rom-com movies and to this day I still watch it and I'm always like kind of blown away by how he was able to play two completely contrasting characters with such effortless talent and now I feel like he's being a lot more recognized since doing the role as Ken in Barbie and I'm very happy about it but I also think it's kind of funny that you know it's taken this long for people to appreciate and realize his talent but I'm really happy that that's happening and I really hope he gets even more recognition over time um, with larger roles. I want to start with his career and how he started off and like the initiation of Ryan Gosling himself. So he has been in 26 films, two Oscar nominations, and one Best Kiss Award. Um, He hasn't had that much recognition over his career in terms of his talent. I think he's done such a vast array of different movies and played so many different roles, been in so many different genres, but uh, I think people always chalk him up to just being a pretty boy or just the standard, you know, romantic, uh, handsome dude in a movie. But I think if you really look closely to the movies 
he's been in and the roles he's played, you really see just the amount of talent he has. And on top of that, um, he's carried himself so well as just a human being through the, throughout this entire time. So Ryan Gosling initially grew up under pretty unusual circumstances. He wasn't, you know, a Nepo baby. He didn't have anybody famous in his family that he grew up under. He wasn't in a rich environment. He actually grew up with a single mom in a trailer park and they were dirt poor, couldn't afford anything. He spent a lot of his time working odd jobs and pursued his acting career as a child. And uh, his first big kind of career was in the Disney child star um, kind of uh, role. He was alongside Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, and Christina Aguilera. So they all started as off as those Disney child stars. And obviously they all grew into, you know, these bigger careers. And you can see their trajectories were all super different. Also, their personalities have just been all different through their career because of, I would think, their um, early rise as a child star. And I think historically, when you look at most child stars, they don't have the best trajectory just because I think growing up famous can really affect your mental development and I honestly don't hold it against any of these stars that have gone through that because I can't imagine the amount of pressure and just the you know the the effects on you growing up famous I think because of Ryan going under all those circumstances and growing up famous and having all this pressure to be famous and do all this stuff despite all that he's managed to really carry himself in such a good manner. I think if you watch any interviews with him, you'll see he carries himself so well. He's so humble. He just has a great personality and he doesn't, you know, hold himself in this higher um, regard above everyone else. And I think that's something that I really appreciate about him, not only as an actor, but just as a figurehead. So yeah, the other thing is his uh, relatability. I kind of mentioned that just now, but I think his relatability in person and in film. I think when you watch a movie with Ryan Gosling, yes, he's a really good looking dude. Um, he has a charisma to him, but he manages to play these characters in such a relatable manner. And one of the best examples I have is Lars in the real world. He plays a guy that's basically on the spectrum. He really, you know, fell into that role, picked up weight. If you look at him in that movie, you almost won't recognize Ryan Gosling because he just completely changed himself physically for that role. And in terms of just personality, um, you know, he has these tics. He's very weird. He's just like definitely trying to show that he doesn't, he has a social ineptitude about him. And it's because that character is supposed to, you know, just be an overall unique, odd character. And that was my first kind of recognition of him being a true auteur and like just artist you know he's not just an action movie star he's not like a rom-com guy like he actually has the chops to be an amazing actor unfortunately that movie was kind of under the radar it didn't really go recognized but nowadays if you were to watch it you would think it's like an a24 film because of how odd it is but it's just it's a great movie and i highly recommend it the next thing i wanted to kind of focus on is his acting ability i kind of mentioned that again um he does this thing where he can act without speaking. I think a lot of great actors of our generation can do that where their body language and their facial expressions can do more than their words alone. Like writing can only go so far, the rest of it is up to how the character or actor portrays that. Um, and I think 
Ryan Gosling has done such an incredible job with that. And my example of it is obviously Drive. I think if you look at Drive, Drive has 116 lines, 891 words by him, and one glance. Like his entire role in that movie is based on facial expressions and um, wordless emotions. Um, I think the lack of dialogue really freezes to like study his face more and have more of an intimate connection with his character because the entire movie there's more time spent analyzing his facial expressions and understanding his emotions thoughts and feelings through how he's conveying it physically and i think as a physical actor he's incredible there's a lot of memes and jokes about that movie about how a lot of the scenes is just him staring into space and you know not talking and I think it's really funny, but if you look at it again and really appreciate it for the fact that he does so well with the character by not saying anything, I think that takes a certain level of skill that people don't really appreciate as much. I think every word he does say in the movie or every short sentence or phrase does have an added weight to it because he puts more emphasis on those things because you barely hear from him in the movie. So when he is saying something, it's, it's something that really has some meaning to it and has a lot more weight to it because of his lack of words throughout the movie. I think his character portrayals have wavered between light and dark so well. He's never played just one side or the other. I think if you watch every movie, he's either wavering between one or the other or he's kind of just really on one end of the spectrum of either side. So for instance, Blade Runner, I think you can see that dark aspect of him. He plays um, a, I mean, it's long enough, so spoiler alert, but he basically plays a uh, android and throughout the movie, he doesn't know himself. And as he go progresses throughout the movie, he further realizes uh, that and you kind of see through his emotions again, through his eyes, the sadness that starts to like, not only like it lingers throughout the movie, but then it really starts to creep up and become more present as he realizes that sentience in him. Um, so I think that role is incredible. I think even Harrison Ford has continuously praised Ryan Gosling for that role. And I just think like even Denis Villeneuve, the director of that movie, incredible director, and I think for an incredible director like him to recognize the scale of Ryan Gosling and to bring him into a big movie like that is another um, display of just how incredible Ryan's acting chops are. Like I said, he's handsome, but he never uses that as his driving point for a role. He has so many different facets of skill that he's brought into every role. And I think every time you watch it, you're I am personally just blown away by the skills he has. Like another instance is when I watched La La Land. La La Land is hands down one of my favorite romantic movies because it's beautiful, but it also brings this darkness to it in a way, which again, Ryan is great at because the ending isn't like any typical romance, but it does bring this reality to it. Let, you know, sometimes we fall in love with someone and it doesn't work out, but we carry that love for that person and you see it in the movie. Again, if you watch that final last scene of La La Land, when he looks at Emma Stone and she looks at him, and again, he uses his eyes to emote this feeling and this understanding that, you know, he sees her, he recognizes her, he holds no hard feelings, 
and he's just happy for her and it's all done with no use of words and i think that is the most beautiful um scene personally from ryan gosling that i've personally enjoyed and i think it's just because he does all of that with just the use of his eyes and i think it's such a beautiful thing um <clears throat> additionally to that i think his comedic talent is widely underrated i think a lot of people make the joke of ryan reynolds and ryan gosling and how ryan reynolds is funnier i'll give ryan reynolds credit he is a funny actor he does have the skill of like being the funny man but if you truly look at ryan gosling's career in the comedic spectrum he's amazing and i think ryan gosling's humor is on another level because it's this dry humor uh that he incorporates into not only his personality in real life like if you watch his interviews he's a funny dude but he does it in a way that's almost effortless like he'll say things that you you don't really um it's like you don't catch it unless you're really listening to like the sarcasm in it or his self-deprecating humor and whereas i think ryan reynolds is a little bit more out there he's like more of like a this might be biased i just think ryan reynolds is more of a clown like he just puts himself out there as this like comedic actor and he wants everybody to know he's funny whereas ryan gosling is more reserved in it but if you truly appreciate like wit and banter and whatnot i think ryan gosling carries it so well and he does it so just just his his fucking timing is so great and i think um an, a, a movie that really displays that there's a couple movies but i think the nice guys is one of his best comedic roles and it was directed by um shane black who also did kiss kiss bang bang if you've never seen nice guys or kiss kiss bang bang and you're a fan of dry humor and quick and witty dialogue i highly recommend those movies amazing movies just some of the best writing you'll ever come across and it's like one of those movies you have to watch multiple times because you'll just catch different things throughout the movie and yeah again shane black amazing director was able to recognize this level of wit and humor in ryan gosling that nobody else has recognized before and brought it into this character and the interesting about the nice guys is it's a dark comedy but there's this lightness to it throughout the movie just through the writing and ryan gosling not only shows like his wit and humor through the writing but also his body language like i said he's really good at physical uh emotion and whatnot but his physical uh, comedic skills are also incredible there's this bathroom scene if you look up nice nice guys bathroom scene hilarious and just like shows just how good he is at timing delivery and just uh, physical humor he plays a character with the dark side to him but with that dark side he has this kind of lightness through his voice and his tone and his goofiness and it's just like it's amazing because it's such a contrasting thing he's a dark depressed human who's gone through a lot in his life but he's still this goofy character and you just like you can't help but laugh at him and the things he does and another funny scene through that is when he tries to break into something and just what goes through past that scene is hilarious and yeah i just love that movie um i think uh, another display of not only that charisma and lightheartedness i mentioned before in terms of his comedy is um crazy stupid love if you watch crazy stupid love <clears throat> it's a display of his handsome charisma charismatic uh talent 
uh, as an actor mixed with this comedy that you wouldn't expect from him that is almost as good as Steve Carell's. Like he goes toe to toe with Steve Carell and like I, I don't think anybody can disagree that Steve Carell is like a legend in the comedic world. Like one of the best comedians I think or just <coughs> talents that has been in comedy and for Ryan Gosling to be able to do that with Steve Carell and and work side by side with him and, and manage to stay up there is incredible and you know add that add Emma Stone to that role and those three are just like incredible in the movie and the, again the chemistry between Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling amazing and I think every woman that's worked with Ryan Gosling there's just always this like amazing chemistry that he brings to the table with these characters and I think that's very hard to do too. There's a lot of handsome men in, in cinema, but it's not very often that you see that chemistry so naturally developed between two actors. And I think that also goes with Ryan just being such a um, relatable character that any female actor has been able to work beside. Um, if you listen to any of the actors that have worked with Ryan, They've had nothing but positive things to say about him. And I think that's also something to really appreciate is he's never really had any bad dramatic instances in his career. Um, he's never yelled at anyone. He's never demeaned anyone. He's never disrespected anyone in his career. He's spoken highly of everyone he's worked with. Um, I'm sure there were challenges along the way, but you just never hear him complaining about anything. And I really appreciate that about him as a person and as an actor. And I just think those are just traits that I try to pick up and carry in my life. And uh, I think it's it's something that I really value is holding in high regard people that I appreciate, whether it's in film or music or tech or anything that have these good personality traits because it's something that can you know, even subconsciously sometimes influence me to do those things in that manner. Another thing I think that happens in Hollywood and in cinema is you can easily get typecast into a role. And I think Matthew McConaughey went through that for a while before he got a new agent, which he then, you know, started to transfer into these like, or transform into these incredible roles like True Detective and whatnot. Ryan Gosling has managed to somehow keep himself away from being typecast as the typical heartthrob, handsome dude, whatever. I think he could have easily gone down that path, but he's always challenged himself with roles and he's always pushed himself to do different things. So no two characters in a movie are the same. I think people joke a lot that he's the same guy that doesn't talk in movies, but I can easily argue against that with, you know, if you watch Drive and then you go and watch Nice Guys, they're two completely different characters. Um, he played a movie called The Believer. It's one of his first roles. Um, he played a Jewish person turned neo-Nazi and it's a very dark movie and it's, it's um, nothing like any of his other roles. So I think that's something that people easily water down uh, his character to and I think it's just not true and um, I really recommend you look into his uh, cinematic history and watch his other roles and really appreciate just how different all of his characters have been. I don't know if you remember, he was also in Remember the Titans. He had a tiny role as that goofy cowboy dude. And uh, I think he did great in that role. It's a tiny role, but he still had a presence to him that you just remember that character so easily, even though he was just a small side character. So just recently, he actually won a Kirk Douglas award and um, they had an entire speech honoring him. And I think it was great because Steve Carell did a 
a speech about him and Steve Carell eloquently displayed just why Ryan Gosling is an amazing person and actor better than I have throughout this podcast. So I highly recommend it. I'll add that link in this description. Some people find him moderately handsome. <laughs> but I don't know, not my type. When I worked with him, he was actually very embarrassed that everyone was making such a fuss over his godlike physique. He would say, I only worked out because my character works out. Enough break. Have you seen any of Ryan Gosling's work? Lars and the Real Girl. He was great in it. The Nice Guys, fantastic. Barbie, Place Beyond the Pines, Big Short, The Notebook, excellent, fantastic, sublime, and incredibly diverse body of work. Time after time, he makes interesting, creative choices. He's not driven by fame or money or status. What a fucking asshole. Um, but one of the things he brings up in that speech is Ryan Gosling's um, love for servicing others and take and doing charity work and the thing is none of that work's ever been really talked about because he doesn't really display it like he doesn't he, he's not marketing himself to do charity work he doesn't promote it he doesn't do it for you know uh, any other reasons than to help people and uh, there's no agenda to his charitable work which i think unfortunately happens a lot in our generation and also just through social media and everything, and I really admire and respect that about him. Um, again, watch that speech and you'll just really appreciate how much um, people love him and appreciate what he's done as a human being um, and just how down to earth he's, he really seems to be. Uh, Greta Gerwig is also on there. And with that, I wanna mention his role as Ken and Barbie is just another example of his comedic talent, his physical humor, and his stage presence. I think for Greta Gerwig to recognize Ryan Gosling and to, she basically wrote the role of Ken for Ryan Gosling. Like when she wrote the script, it said Ken, uh, parentheses, Ryan Gosling. Like she had no doubt in her mind that, that Ryan Gosling was gonna be Ken. <clears throat> and Ryan Gosling, of course, immediately um accepted the role and loved it and you know one of the reasons he said he wanted to do it was he knew it was going to be a challenge and he knew it was just going to be something that would have a lot of uh impact and it did obviously it's you know one of the biggest things that happened last year in terms of like movies and i think he killed it and it's just it's been so satisfying as a obsessive ryan gosling fan to hear people praise him and appreciate him for what he did um, I think he did an amazing job. I think there was a lot of jokes about his age and like how he's too old for that role and whatnot. But when you watch the movie, it's like you don't even like that doesn't even cross your mind because he just does such a great role um, as Ken. And yeah, I really hope, you know, he gets all the credit he deserves. I hope he gets all the nominations and wins that he deserves. Um, but that is um, something that I was really proud to see of last year and it was cool to hear a lot of my friends talking about it and appreciating him and bringing up to me just how they understand now why I love Ryan Gosling um, and yeah Greta Gerwig you know she's such an incredible director and for her to use Ryan Gosling and 
just present just how much she loves him is another display of his skill because Greta Gerwig in my opinion is like one of the greatest directors we've had recently and for her to recognize it is just another display of his skill. So kind of what I want to chalk it down to is I think we live in a world where people live through validation and they use a lot of this praise and appreciation through social media and whatnot to really drive their egos and um, just live we live in a world of just like validation right and I think the thing I really appreciate about Ryan is he's lived in that world his whole life like being an actor is a very stressful job and it's a very superficial career to a certain extent where you know you're appreciated a lot for your success based on approval of, from others and I think it can really weigh on you to um, depend on that a lot and I, he has still managed to be a very humble and down-to-earth person and i really look up to and admire that because i think that's a very challenging thing to do i think in that role and career um, to go day by day just being thankful and down-to-earth and kind uh, is just a display of just his character and his natural kindness as a human being and I've always loved and appreciated him for that because the Ryan Gosling I loved from 2011 to now has never changed. Like I've heard just nothing but good stories about him. I'm sure he has flaws just like every human does. I'm sure there are instances of, you know, human mistakes he's made. But for the most part, I've heard nothing but good news and good things about things he's done in his life. And I, as a human being, hold that in high regard. And I know there's arguments to be made about not holding celebrities on these pedestals and not praising or, you know, um, worshiping them. And I agree with that. I think at the end of the day, they're human beings and we shouldn't hold them in such a high regard. But at the same time, just like Christians have Jesus and, you know, in religion, we hold certain figureheads in high regard. I think it's fair to also, you know, have these personal things that you idolize or appreciate um within good reason and like un with understanding that they're human beings so you know i love movies i love music and there's certain people within those genres that i really admire and love to see and ryan gosling is at the top of that and it's for a number of reasons as i mentioned through this podcast um and i just wanted to share that and just kind of give you a little bit more kind of background on why i love him so much <laughs> and i think it's funny too because growing up as a straight male i'm sure at times it's been tough for people to understand why i'm so obsessed with this male actor and uh, i've never had a problem with it i've never felt the need to justify my sexuality behind it because i think that you know that just chalks down to like a sense of ignorance i think it's totally fine to have people that you have man crushes on or appreciate and um if anybody waters it down to you being gay or straight or whatever because you like someone that's of another gender or another class or whatever like that's their problem like don't feel ashamed to promote your love for something or someone or anything just because somebody else thinks it's against the norm be happy with your passions share them i think my favorite thing about passions is the things i can learn from them which is why i wanted to do this and i hope Whoever listened to this, 
first off, thank you for listening to this. I hope you learned something from it. I hope you appreciate something more about Ryan Gosling from it. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more of these. I hope this also inspires you to be very proud of your passions and not be ashamed to share them, especially with people like me and people in your circle that would love to hear more about them. I think this world needs more passion and love in it. And I think people should not reserve themselves just for the sake of other people feeling more comfortable. Um, I think it's just silly, but that's my opinion. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I know I probably went over 30 minutes with this, um, but I, you know, I really appreciate you. And I want to thank my friend Zai, who helps edit these. Um, I want to thank him for pushing me to do this episode. I've been coming up with a lot of excuses to not do this just because I was nervous, scared, shy, kind of everything I told you not to do and not to be. Um, but I think it was just time to kind of do one of these and I'm really looking forward to doing more of these. I really hope you, um, you know, would like me to, uh, but if not, no worries, I'll continue to do it, but you don't have to listen to it and that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, anyways, if you like to hear more or want to know more, or if you want my recommendations on, um, top Ryan Gosling movies, let me do that real quick. So number one movie i'd recommend for ryan gosling is drive second recommendation is nice guys third recommendation is crazy stupid love fourth recommendation is lars and the real girl and fifth recommendation is barbie and just as a bonus i would recommend blade runner just to see more of that quiet ryan gosling skill that i mentioned before uh, with that being said thank you again for listening uh, this was nerding out with hamza and stay tuned for the next episode where I will be discussing the Cybertruck and why I love the Cybertruck and the technological innovations in it that I believe personally are going to innovate the automotive industry just as the iPhone did for phones in general. Again, uh, thank you for listening and please like, subscribe, rate this and share this if you feel so inclined to. Uh, thank you and take care.